Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. So where are we now with Brexit? Well, last night, I'm sure a lot of people uh, did sit up and watch this unfold on the, the TV. And the v- others who ballistic said, yeah, what? Well, I did. And I'm sure Jimmy DeLarge did as well. Jimmy, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Uh, just in relation, Jimmy, to where we are at this present moment in time, um, I'm just uh, uh, looking in, you know, with regards to all elements of uh, what happened with regards to uh, last night. And how, how did you feel with uh, Theresa May in the spotlight after the senior negotiators from the EU side spoke? I, I felt that... Uh I mean, one of the things that she was probed about was uh, did she feel that her language was a bit intemperate uh, when she uh, sort of castigated politicians in the House of Commons? Um, and, and she didn't offer an apology. That was one of the things that struck me. She didn't offer an apology, but I think she sort of understood the frustration, the annoyance it did caused. So she went as far as she did. And that, that's one particular thing that occurred to me. Main thing is, I think that she is softening her position. She um, didn't, wasn't prepared to contemplate a long extension. And I think now, uh, even though she has explicitly said it, uh, she seems to be uh, readying herself up for, um, in a sense, a vote, uh, which another vote against her deal, uh, which would then give her until the 12th of April to make up her mind whether to crash out or whether essentially to uh, have or revoke Article 50, which is hardly likely, or else to go for a long extension, because uh, at that point she has to decide, um, it's required by law, she has to decide uh, whether to take part in the European elections. Uh, And they're really suggesting to her, or not suggesting, they're really basically saying to her, if you want... um, an extension, you are a decent extension, you're going to have to take part in the European elections, which really is committing you to to a fairly lengthy process. On the other hand, in the unlikely event she wins the vote next week, um, we leave the EU formally on May 22nd, but not a lot would change at that time. It just would be the formal departure from um, from from the European Union, we'd be into a long period in which things would pretty much stay as they are, um, and and they would people wouldn't notice much change. But but that would be the formal exit date. So so to sum all that, sum up what I think is going to happen. I think the chances are 
that she won't get her uh, deal approved uh, next week and that she will go for a long extension and we will take part in the European elections uh, in late May and we'll be in for a fairly lengthy period. And this is, you know, I'm not saying this is certain, but I think this is the most likely outcome. Um, and then we would be in for, well, how long? Could be the end of the year, could be, uh, could be years. OK, just, uh, just stay with me on that because I just want to remind people of what she actually said yesterday evening. After a lengthy discussion, the council today also agreed, subject to a successful vote next week, that in order to provide time for the UK Parliament to agree and ratify a Brexit deal, the date of our departure will now be extended to the 22nd of May. If Parliament does not agree a deal next week, the EU Council will extend Article 50 until the 12th of April. At this point, we would either leave with no deal or put forward an alternative plan. If this involved a further extension, it would mean participation in the European parliamentary elections. And just on that, Jamie, you're betting that it is going to be a long extension and that they'll be taking part in the European parliamentary elections. Theresa May May couldn't survive that. She's got to go if that's the outcome. Well... Um, I mean, she's already said, signalled uh, that she's not going to stay around. Um, I do, I do think that. Um, I do think that. I mean, the, the, of course, as she mentioned there, there is a possibility she would crash out. But I mean, I've always regarded that as being something with very little ch- uh, chance of happening. Therefore, um, the the real option then, uh, I think, has to be that they're into a long extension. And I think. Probably in those circumstances, Parliament would force her hand. Yes, what would happen to her? Well, she might or might not go at that point. Uh, in the sense, um, you know, the, the all sort of in terms of British politics, UK politics, all uh, options would be on the table. Would there be an election after the European election? You know, all sorts of things c- could happen. Um, so, in, in the sense that. And I don't want to sound this dismissive, but in a sense, it's immaterial whether Theresa May uh, goes or stays. The crisis still uh, continues. I think they will vote the the deal down, and then they will be into this long period um, um, when they will continue to wrangle because they cannot make up their minds what to do. And there is this sort of, um, you know, especially here from the Labour side, you, this um, seductive argument that give it over to Parliament. The problem with Theresa May is that she has um, taken too many decisions by herself and she hasn't consulted. Let Parliament decide. And what uh, Grant Shapps, um, uh, a Conservative MP, said uh, last night in TV, says, but there probably isn't a majority in the House of Commons for any option. And you have to say... Um, if there isn't one now, would there be one in four or five months' time? Will, in other words, can they ever agree to follow some or to to pursue some particular course? Um, and you just wonder. So, at the at the at, while this looks as it, this is the proverbial kicking the can down the road. I think we're into the long extension, but I don't know that we're going to get some sort of solution at the end of it. Do you get a sense that the Europeans, the EU, are worried about the no deal possibility or are they just so frustrated and there's Tusk or one of them said last night, they have so many uh, different things to do. They have so many different things to do and get on with that they just want shot of Brexit because there are a host of other items on the European agenda. 
I think there's not one view within Europe on that. I think um, some of them uh, would prefer just to, to be shot of the uh, the UK and just get on with things. Uh, um, uh, that would be, I think, a, a view that probably is held in in, in good part in France um, because they're worried about the potential for the anti-EU forces um, to sort of marshal uh, support for the, you know, for um, uh, leaving the EU, um, and they, they would capitalise and say, look, this place is chaos. They don't know what they're doing. The whole thing is a mess. We should be, we should, we should be out of the EU, EU. And so they don't want. There is a, there is a, uh, and it wouldn't just be in France, but in other European countries, there are people who are seriously worried that the the Brexit debate will contaminate the European elections because while, of course, it's everything to us, they have many th- other things to deal with. Um, in fact, mainly that they have to decide how they're going to conduct themselves once the UK, as it, I think, undoubtedly will at some point, leave the EU. So they're seriously worried that this thing will be dominate um, the the European elections. Not only that, that it will encourage um, you know these anti-EU um, MEPs, new MEPs to come in and uh, frustrate all that they want to do because they want to impose, they want to not impose, they want to agree reforms to the European Union. Whereas they they're worried about simply MEPs coming in as wreckers um, from all parts of the world. On the other hand, then you have and you see it in Germany, probably typified or personified by Angela Merkel. And they're worried about a no deal. They're worried about them, the economic mess that that would create. So you have a tension between, and it's probably, you could say, between, uh, if you like, Germany and France, but that's simplifying it. People who want the thing done and dusted, as in France, and people in Germany think, well, just give them a bit longer so we can avoid a no deal. How do you see the next few days in the United Kingdom? Is it going to be frenetic? Is it going to be you know, a, co- a commentary on people not knowing what they're doing? Will the eyes of the world literally be on, on London? Will there be rescheduling of television programmes next Tuesday? How do you see it? Well, I know what I would like to see. I would like the MPs to, to, to line up and support Theresa May's deal and for us to leave the EU on May 22nd. That's what I would like. That would be the sensible thing to do. That would be the mature, reasonable option to take. But I think they've no, shown no inclination to go down that road. Therefore, um, uh, um, for all sorts of reasons... I, I, including the fact that they're miffed, that the MPs are miffed that, that, that uh, Theresa May had a go at them, as if you know that should really count in the great scheme of things. That I think that sufficient uh, numbers of uh, MPs um, will not be there to support her deal, and that therefore it will fail again. And then the option will be to crash out or to extend. And I think in those circumstances the House of Commons will agree an extension because there is simply, we know that, there's not, there's not a majority for uh, a no deal and that nobody will, no, well, only a few people, hardliners, want, uh, are happy with a no deal. So I think that we will have a frantic debate. She will, that is, Theresa May, will advise people, look, look, you know, you don't want a long extension. Well, here's the way to avoid it. Um, vote, for, vote for my deal. And 
I suppose the chances of that are rising slightly. I mean, I think she'll get. She'll. I mean, we had we had a majority against it of over two hundred. Now it's down to about one hundred and fifty. It definitely will go on to under a hundred. But whether life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential plan on us. Mintmobile. com slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and Zepbound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com/weightloss. That's PlushCare.com/weightloss. PlushCare.com/weightloss. If she gets it through, I'll be very doubtful. And then at that point, um, after mad wrangling, they will uh, agree um, uh, 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 to take part in the European elections and get themselves involved in a long extension. We don't know how long it will be, but they will, they, will de- they will have no choice but to do that because of the, the horrendous uh, uh, prospects from a no deal. And what about the 17.4 million people, 17.4 million people that wanted Brexit? Well, you know, in a sense... Uh, politically, I'm not in tune with them, but I do understand their frustration, and I do think that they, they, they have been let down, because MPs, there's a majority, there was only a relatively small majority uh, in favour of leaving uh, in the referendum, whereas there's a substantial majority of MPs who want to remain. And uh, I know that representative democracy is that you, you put people into, you elect them, and then it's up to them to decide. But I do think that those MPs have, have a duty to reflect what their uh, constituents want. And the constituents and the majority wanted them to leave. And I think they should have, um, they should have put that into effect. Um, and we should be out of the EU. I don't want to see it happen, but I think the democratic thing would be to have done that. It's now... Um, I do. Sorry, from so to sum up, I do believe that they've been let down by by their um, by their uh, uh, this, this class of person that wanted out of you has been let down, and I can understand their anger, and they'll be furious at the idea of a long extension because what they'll read into that is that the the uh, establishment, the political class, 
always wanted to frustrate them and now is going to have a long extension and to bamboozle them and then eventually to uh, to try and take the, the, the leaving the EU off the table altogether and I think it'll lead to considerable anger among a class of people who always feel alienated, who feel like in the north of England they feel hard done by, they feel that nobody's listening to them and now, they, now they will see evidence that that is the case, that when they actually win democratically um, that, uh, and I'm just talking about the case of a long extension which he will quite conceivably read as being a ruse to get them out of uh, the, to, to keep them in the EU I, I think they will be they will be angry they will be they will be disillusioned and that's not good for the political process and even if you do as i do think that they're wrong they're mad in the head wanting to leave the eu still in all democracy triumphs and the people the whole thing about democracy is in my view you, you have you have the right to take really stupid decisions and, and leaving the eu is a really stupid decision in my view but it should be honored and now it looks as if I think eventually we will leave, but uh, it will seem to an awful lot of people with a long extension that uh, the, what they uh, voted for, what they won in a, in a referendum, as, is being um, denied to them. OK, Jamie, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Alex Kane is on the line as well. Uh, Alex, Jamie is putting his bet on a long extension, a slight possibility maybe of never actually getting round to leaving the European Union. He suggested that they probably will eventually, but we'll all probably have died and gone to wherever we're going by the time they get round to making a final a final decision. Are 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 you on the same are you on the same ship? Do you think they'll go for the long the long extension and the European parliamentary elections? Um, yes, I think they will because um, and I want to say first of all, I, I agree very much with with Jamie's point that it doesn't matter whether you are on the remain or leave side of this. You know, I, I think Parliament has handled it extraordinarily badly, and the thing in handling it so badly, Frank, it's there. No one can win, no matter what we do, whether we choose, whether we stay, which I think is more likely than not, or leave, which becomes increasingly less likely. Millions of people, millions upon millions of people, are going to be extraordinarily angry, and that will be reflected in a change of politics, a change of how they do business in Westminster. Brexit will dominate, and they fall out from Brexit, as I say, one way or the other, will dominate politics for the worse for decades to come. But yes, back to the original point about whether, uh, it's, I think it is a long extension. I think um, she won't get her deal through. I think she'll go back to the European Union on the uh, 11th of April. And it's interesting, two or three days ago, when they, they were saying, no, 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 it's tough, you know, Get this deal. If this deal fails to pass, you're out on your ear next Friday. Suddenly, it's well, if it fails to pass, uh, don't worry, come and see us again. Oh, we can look at an extension, we can look at revoking, we can look at doing this, we can look at doing that. All they have, they have actually contributed now to an even bigger mess. That no, and that mean nobody, Frank, that, that, that's the absurdity of all of this. Nobody at this point has any idea what's happening. Will she resign sometime next week? I think she, if she fails to get the deal through again, then yes, I think she has to resign because even if she goes back, um, I think they're looking at possibly Tuesday. If she doesn't, and I, I just don't see, I just don't see, Frank, how um, if, if the European Union had said, look, um, have your deal, if it goes through, fine, if not, you're out, that would have focused minds. What they have done is unfocus those minds. So people who might have been minded 
to, to come round to, to, to back in her won't now because they, they can now see other options down the line. But if she does lose um, next week, I think she has to resign. She can't go back to the European Union for what would now be a fourth time and say, oh, just give me another another few days, another few months, give me a few years or something like that. It cannot be done. She herself has said that um, she's not willing to, to let it run beyond June anyway. So I, I, I just think um, we would end up with an extension, maybe a, a Tory party leadership that have a couple of months to do it, um, let, them, let them find out what they actually want. But yeah, I think what Jimmy said is spot on. Frank. I just Nobody's ready. When the country is not ready, after two and a half years of this, we're still not ready. Even if she did pass the deal next week, uh, we leave on the 22nd of May, there's still a huge amount of stuff that probably won't even get through Parliament in that time. So I, I just really don't see how the, how the mess is, is resolved anytime soon. So if it is put to a long extension, is that a suggestion that it's placed on the back boiler then, Brexit, or does it continue to dominate the headlines infinitum? I think, well, I think there are two things. I think it will, no matter what happens, as I said, Frank, it, it doesn't matter now whether we... we, we well, it matters in, in, in the strict political sense, but either way, there's going to be millions of people, a section of the population, which will feel angry, and so it is going to dominate everything. It will change political parties. It will change how we do political business. It will change how Westminster functions. All of that. I, I, I wrote, wrote a piece yesterday and said Westminster is going to see the effect of the Ulsterisation of their politics, where everything in Northern Ireland comes down to the constitutional question, everything comes down to the us and them position on the union. In Westminster, everything will come down to the us and them. Where did you stand on Brexit? Anything that goes wrong, anything that goes right, will be sourced back to them. That is the impact it will have. Um, in terms of um, extending it, I think the reality is the longer you extend it, the more difficult it is to actually leave um, the European Union because you extended by a year, by two years. Once you have elections, if we do have elections, uh, you know, for the European Parliament, you're electing people for five years. Somehow you can, and that that election will tell something. I think there are some. I know Theresa May doesn't want the election, but I've heard some people say an election might clarify issues. You know, it it might give some sort of indication if Labour were to do extraordinarily well, if, if Nigel Farage's new party, with uh, I don't know what he's called it, the Brexit party something, was to do very well, it would give us some idea of where the country stands because, you know, when Theresa May said on, on Tuesday night, you know, to about the people, you're all fed up, I stand with you. <laughs> you know, Within a few hours for saying that, about a, a million people, a million extra people went and signed a petition to revoke Article 50 because she doesn't stand with them. She doesn't stand with the people who want to leave. She doesn't stand with the people who just want a deal. And that's the problem. Nobody, nobody can tell you with any certainty uh, what people want anymore. Because I, I've, I've met Remainers who've said to me, well, you know, it's like basically what Jamie was saying. I know he, he, you know, this, look, that's how we voted. I didn't want it to happen. That's how we voted. We have to honour it. I've met leavers who say, oh, for God's sake, it's just such a nightmare. Let's just stay in. There's so much confusion out there, Frank. So, yes, even, even this is a long extension. The notion that somehow in, in those six months or a year or 18 months that all of this is going to be resolved, it won't because when it comes down to it, this is about how people see themselves. Are they European? Are they British? Are they United Kingdom? Are they Scottish nationalists? All of this is now in play in a way that nobody could have predicted three years ago. Uh, just, just, just it, was, it was always coming. Yeah, just, just very briefly on this one. Anyone who's signing that revoke Article 50, are they just simply wasting their time? No, they're not. Well, 
In one sense, yes, because uh, uh, there, uh, there is no legal precedent, I think, for a petition telling telling the government to undo its policy and ignore manifesto commitments, because that's what she signed up to, you know, in her election in 2017. But you have to bear in mind, Frank, two million people, and let's assume it'll keep on pulling. Two million people telling you they want something different, that makes a government think, because... All of those people signing in the vote rank, they, these are people who are not going to be voting for, for parties or candidates who want to leave. So I think it, 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 all the parties will be looking and thinking, what's going on there? Should we risk it? Where do we put ourselves? Do we stand? Do we follow the petition? Do we harden up? Do we whatever? I say no one. No one can make any any decisions with certainty, and that that's a tragedy for British politics because we have ground to a standstill. Okay. Uh, very detailed analysis there from Alex Kane and Jamie DeLarge on a morning when you need detailed analysis because we're on the countdown to something, but we're not sure what we're counting down to. I, I, it's probably unfair to suggest drinks party in brewery because there's more to it than that, but it doesn't really instill confidence in an ordinary Joe or Josephine when it comes to the politicians generally that we have, not only here in North in Ireland, but right across the United Kingdom. Your opinions are always very welcome. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.